Hello once again, everybody. This is the Common Sense American, and I'm really hoping that you live in a state that might be reopening soon, hopefully even this week. I'm not, because I live in a liberal-dominated state, so of course we're idiots. Um, but this time, this week, I really want to focus on one aspect of this. And normally, I'm, I'm usually a modest, humble person. I don't believe that what I say is anything particularly special. I think a lot of people already are thinking it or agree with it. I'm just sort of putting it into words. Um, I don't believe I'm making any observations that nobody else is making. But in this particular case, I think I'm about to say something that even the president should hear, uh, that everybody needs to hear. That, And it, I believe it's the unvarnished truth. I believe we have the statistics and stats uh, and you know facts to back it up. And I know a lot of people aren't going to like this uh, just because, well, you, you, they never like it when you sort of go after their, their lifestyles or life behaviors. And, you know, for decades, we believed that we can have our cake and eat it, too, uh, which has never been the case. And we have learned that if there's one thing that this crisis has exposed, it's this fact. Now, I mentioned this uh I believe it was one of the facts I put in my podcast uh, maybe four weeks ago or so, uh, but I really only sort of touched on it. This time I'm diving right in because now I am convinced that this really is the number one problem. And it's not COVID. It's, it's not uh, the economy. Yes, obviously those are big issues, but there's an underlying issue here that nobody is talking about. And absolutely, and I mean nobody, nobody. Now, they say often that we hear about underlying conditions, right? That this disease affects those with, with underlying conditions or the elderly. And like most nasty diseases, it goes after the, the elderly and infirm. And that's, you know, we get, we get that. But it's the definition of, of these conditions, these underlying conditions that we need to talk about. And they're not. And that's the point. Now, let me give you just a little bit of history here. After World War I, for example, and a little bit after World War II, but mostly after World War I, there was a lot of privation. There was a lot of, uh, you know, worldwide disease and hunger and so many problems. And that is one of the reasons why disease took so many people out um, after, uh, just during and just after the war, because the health of the uh, participating nations had taken such a severe hit. And diseases prey on populations with poor condition and poor health. And in that case, it was just, they, you know, a lot of ways they didn't have the proper uh, nutrition. And I'm using the word nutrition. There's two ways to use nutrition. A lot of people say, think that when I say nutrition, they just think I mean food in general. So, you know, if you're eating anything, you get nutrition. That's not the case at all. We have and have had for such a long time such a non-nutritious diet that many people's diets are not nutritious at all. They have very little nutrition, in fact, which is why we are suffering very much the same way as we were after World War I, after many countries were. The condition of this populace is so bad that this virus has taken hold. I said previously that if it wasn't for the woeful condition of our country and other countries, that this virus would barely be a blip on the radar. If you take out the fact that we have such a, a much older population, you know, the average age is, is much higher, 
people are living much longer. If you compare that to 67 years ago when people were in vastly better condition, uh, yes, they smoked, yes, they drank, that's true, and there were all kinds of problems there, liver problems and lung problems, yes, that's, that's true. However, in general, the, ab the average health, the complete, almost complete lack of obesity compared to now, which causes a myriad of problems, and I'm about to get into that, uh, was not there. And we really didn't have people living anywhere near as long. I'm telling you right now, that virus would barely have registered at all. And if you look at the countries that are doing okay with this and whose mortality rates are shockingly low, you look at places like South Korea and Germany and Sweden, it's, they are in way better condition than we are. I'm sorry, but it's true. Far better. There's some, many of the citizens in those countries are really kind of hyper vigilant about their health and conditioning and hygiene. And it's, you know, just beyond hygiene, but being aware of your own physical capacity, and they are very aware far more than we are. And this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about underlying conditions. They said that I saw a recent report that 95% of all uh, hospitalizations with COVID in, I believe it was England, were had underlying medical conditions. And um, the epicenter in this country, New York City, um, the overwhelming majority have underlying conditions. But here's the thing. This is not because something was out of our control and we, we just didn't have the necessary uh, food and we didn't have the necessary care and all that. That's not what this is. This is hitting us because of self-inflicted conditions. The underlying conditions in this case are all self-inflicted and voluntary. They are, look at them, 60, 70, 80% have things like hypertension, high blood pressure, diabetes, and oh, by the way, they're on a myriad of, cocktail, of, of medication, a cocktail of medications that also suppress the immune system and give us another set of problems that we need to supposedly need to battle with even more medication. We have been a dope sick nation for decades and we have paid the price for it. We have been an obese nation for decades and we're paying the price for it. The majority of the underlying conditions that people have that caused them to be hospitalized when they contracted COVID were self-inflicted. They did it to themselves by leading really disgusting lifestyles and not caring and thinking that it doesn't matter and thinking that you can live on, you know, steak, beer, and fried stuff. And this is things like hypertension, things like diabetes. Now, I understand people are can be born with diabetes. That is type 1 diabetes. That is not the majority of diabetes cases in this country. Oh no, diabetes exploded with type two diabetes, which is self-inflicted. We give it to ourselves by overloading on a mass amount of sugar. Thank you, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and every last crap ass soda company on the planet. And you also factor in the, uh, the portion size that we normally eat, what is considered average, is out of control and has been forever. And what we normally eat in terms of just the whatever the food is, is out of control. And it's painting us in a very bad light. It's like humans can't help themselves. This is beyond ancient Rome. They, we just can't help it. And we actually think it's funny. We think it's amusing. I'm tired of turning on, you know, Food Network or something and seeing shows like, you know, Food Paradise or Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives where sometimes I go to places where their big claim to fame is a giant pile of crap on a bun. Mass amounts of meat and cheese and fried and just huge, disgusting mess that no human should ever... It's not funny. 
It's not funny anymore. This is the kind of thing everyone's going, oh, I had that one song. No, you don't. If you had it once in a while, if everybody had it once in a while, and it was, wasn't a problem, then people wouldn't look the way they do. Have the camera pan around that restaurant. It's disgusting. These people are pigs. We have become pigs. We have become cattle. If you're wondering why so many people, so many humans, especially in this country, who are overweight, and even younger people, why they sort of look soft, why they look like they're melting, why they look like they have no muscle tone, why young men look like women, they have the chins and they sort of just look amorphous. It's not just because they don't move. When it's that's of course they're true, they don't. It's also because of what they eat. The hormones in them, the growth hormones, the estrogen that are pumped into the foods that many people normally eat that we just completely ignore. Mass amounts of meat, mass amounts of cheese, mass amounts of dairy in general. Yep, you're gonna look like cattle. The you are what you eat. I know people think that some people think it's like an old old wives' tale or it's just a saying with only a little bit of truth. No, that's the hard, harsh truth. That is absolutely accurate. You look at pictures of what human beings used to look like from 50 to 100 years ago. Take a look. Look how thin they are. It's not just that they're thin. They're also shorter. They were smaller people. And they were smaller people because they didn't have the growth hormones that we're ingesting. And they're just they're really thin. They're, and boys and men were angular and rough and hard around the edges and had very little in the way of body fat. Women were slender and trim. The, our definitions... Because our definitions of what food is and what portion sizes are and what quote-unquote good food is have changed, so have, in accordance, changed our views on what a normal-shaped person is. Normal is now what in the past would be considered flat-out fat. We have been going down this road for a very long time and we're paying for it. The people who are hospitalized from COVID have things wrong with them due to their heart and their lungs, and these are almost entirely the majority, self-inflicted. You did it to yourself because you have not taken responsibility for your own health. That is the plain and simple fact. Now, what really bugs me is when I have, when I come across people who are sitting around condemning socialism, right? They're, they're saying socialism is bad. I, you know, I work for a living and I won't take what other people have made. You know, that's all crap. I hate the Democrats. I hate the socialists. And they're all sitting around with big, fat, giant guts, uh, floored in the face, obviously, clearly on a cocktail of medications. And if they're not, they're going to be soon, eating like absolute trash. And they're talking about this. Guess what? You're not allowed. You know why? Because you are a socialist. You want to know why? Well, the medical bills that you are going to rack up in your lifetime which will greatly eclipse anybody who actually, you know, takes care of themselves. Those medical bills you're not paying for, we're all paying for. You pay insurance, big damn deal. That doesn't pay for much of anything and you know it. The rest of us pay for your ignorant fat butt because you're the one going to doctors all the time. You're the one taking medications. You're the one undergoing a litany of tests for some other problem caused by your terrible lifestyle. None of which you're really paying for. Especially if you work for the state or federal government. My God, then you have a pristine health insurance you know, plan and you're getting just about everything under the sun and paying very, very little. Take away your life insurance or your insurance in general. Just take it away. Go ahead. Then see if you can live that way. If you want to live that way, if you believe that your eating habits and your lifestyle 
sedentary lifestyle mostly, if you believe that that really doesn't have anything to do with your health, right? You're out of your mind and you're really stupid. I'm going to use that word. Yes, I am. I don't use it that often, but that's what it is. Now, you can educate yourself. You have the choice. And you have the choice to not drain the health system of money that we so desperately need. You have the choice, but you choose not to do it. You choose to think that their only way out is to take a bunch of medications to keep living and eating like crap. Yes, you're draining the system. That is a socialist way of thinking. Get off insurance. Try and pay for it then. Go ahead. If you want to live that way, fine. So long as you pay for all your own medical bills. And watch how fast you start changing things if that's the case. Go ahead. Try it. Try living for a year without going to the doctors, without your surgeries, without your procedures, many of which are unnecessary. Oh, yes, they are. Because you refuse to take care of the problem yourself. And yes, you can. Yes, you can. This 600-pound life thing, I, it, I can't even, it drives me up the wall. A, these people are so shockingly ignorant. And by the way, who the hell is paying for them? None of them work. Who's paying for every single problem they have, not to mention the food? We all are. How is that happening? How could that possibly be the case? But it is. Mass amounts of money going down the drain. And a procedure that is completely unnecessary. You just keep losing weight like they do when they first start. He always says to them, well, we, I need you to lose 50 pounds or 100 pounds or whatever. And they do it relatively easily, and then they stop and say, okay, well, now I need the Why? No, you don't. You don't need that at all. That's just a giant marketing bid for his services. That's all it is. Just keep doing what you're doing. You will continue to lose weight. That will always work. Less food, more movement will always equal weight loss. Oh, yes, it will. That's just the way it is. I'm sorry to tell you that's the way things work. And... We have now reached a point where we are so vulnerable. COVID was inevitable, not because of what, whatever's happening in China, not because we're creating more crazy superbugs, not just that. It was inevitable because of the position that we are in. Something was going to get us, something that's not even that bad. In frame of reference, this is not that bad. The mortality rate isn't much of anything, and that's mostly because the people that it gets will live. But the people it's killing, the people it's putting in hospitals, the pretty much the only ones outside of the elderly, and in many cases also the elderly, are not in good condition. And they're not in good condition because of the way they have lived their lives. Now, I am aware. I know there are environmental issues in all of this that, you know, you were raised in a family that didn't know anything how to eat. They don't know anything about it. So you were raised the same way. If you look in a mirror and you are constantly getting out of doctor's offices and nothing seems to be helping, you look pretty much the same way, or you're getting worse, shouldn't you start to think that maybe you should take matters into your own hands and do just a tad bit of research? I am not a vegetarian or a vegan. However, what drives me nuts is you got these people on you know, social media calling those people soy boys or insulting them. Well, um, you know what? I get the feeling you are some of the pigs that are, yep, socialists by draining the crap out of our medical system and not paying for it because you're not. You're paying for insurance, big deal, so we all are. The majority, the lion's share of it, the rest of us are paying for, which is why the medical system is broken, which is why the healthcare system is, stra is strained to the absolute breaking point, because our health is crap, and because so many people are in that position. So many people need uh, a wake-up call. And COVID was the wake-up call. If before, years and years of you know, being a sloth weren't enough, 
This is the wake-up call. And the worst part is no one's listening because the mainstream media, in fact, nobody is reporting on the fact of what these underlying conditions are. It's not just that they're underlying mental conditions. It's what those conditions are. If those conditions were out of our control, then that's another thing. But they're not. The majority of them were well within our control, and we lived like pigs for a very long time, and we are paying for it. That's it. Somebody needs to start talking about that. This is the wake-up call. And it's, unfortunately, it's not really working. What do I see? I think I saw it in the New York Times, you know, people, stories of people being at home and, and pictures of uh, them staying home and self-quarantine and all that. And what are they doing? What are people's stories? What are they saying they're doing? They're lying on the couch and watching TV. Yeah, that is not the reaction to this. That's what got us into this mess, okay? This should be a time for self-improvement. And for many of us, that requires moving. That requires getting involved in some exercise. That requires changing your eating habits. Yes, it can be done. Yes, it has to be done for many of you. You don't have to be a vegan. You don't have to be a vegetarian. Moderation is everything. I'm not saying you can't have hamburger. I'm not saying you can't have fried stuff every once in a while. What I'm saying is the sheer amount that this country has been ingesting is out of control. And no, it's not funny anymore. It's not funny to take some giant, you know, four foot tall, five pound meat and cheese and fried, and you know, sandwich and say, ha ha, isn't this great? Or the carnival foods where everything is fried and giant, not to mention giant. I won't add that. It's not funny anymore. It's not. It's disgusting and sad and embarrassing. And... We need to stop pretending that this is not an issue or that all the doctors are going to fix us because they're not and they can't. The only ones that can fix us in this case are ourselves. All they're going to do is make it worse. All they're going to do is put you on blood pressure medication and things for your heart and things for your hypertension and things for your diabetes. Diabetes, once you have it, you're kind of screwed. You can't fix that. But you can certainly live better. All of us can live better. We can eat better. We can live better. And here's another shocking point. I'm going to throw this out there just for the hell of it. Um, your, your normal mainstream products that you would find in places like Stop and Shop and things like that, right? 80% of it, maybe 90, is garbage. Yeah, I said it. It's crap. Just look at the ingredient list. And if you don't know what you're looking at, do the research and look it up. It's crap. It just is. We have been eating crap. Chemicals and hormones and it's just a disgusting mess. We have the worst food in the history of humanity. The absolute worst. Fast food is probably the bottom of the barrel, but a lot of the stuff we buy out of the supermarkets is not much better. It is horrendous. Other countries are in much better conditions because they eat better and they take better care of themselves. They have, I have been various places and they unbelievably much better food. As people who came here from other countries, they will be, if they're being honest, they're stunned that, that we eat this badly. And, no, and really, it's no surprise. Take a look around. Look at what we have become. Look at what is shuffling around, slumping around, fat, overweight, and slow. And I almost, I'm starting to think that the fat is going to their brains because people are apparently, they can't figure this out for themselves. How do you let it get this bad? And how do you continue to get this bad? How do you blame everybody but yourself? You can help yourself. You really can, and you kind of need to. Otherwise, these are the kind of things, these COVID things are going to keep popping up, and they're going to keep taking advantage of populations that refuse to care for themselves and that believe that it's not in their power and are being told that it's not in their power when it has always been in their power. We need to start some discipline. We need to start some better education. I'm sick of hearing people who are so stupid about nutrition in general. They don't know anything. Why are they so ignorant? Fix it. You can do this. It's for the good of yourself. It's for the good of your family. It's for the good of the country that you will get better at this.
that you will learn that you can't eat this way all the time, that you can't sit around all day. These are things that, and as you get older, by the way, I got bad news. You got to do it even more. You have to be even more vigilant. And it's because your metabolism slows down. You, you're not as, you cannot build muscle anywhere near as easily, if at all. It's very difficult. And I know the majority of my listeners are on the older side. And yes, I'm sorry, you are the ones that are going to have to step up. You are the ones who are going to be vulnerable for this. And even more so if you don't take care of yourself. So this really is not only a wake-up call, but I'm begging people to start doing it. We need to start. And someone needs to stand up and put a headline in one of these major papers and sources saying, by the way, this is the wake-up call for the entire country. We have lived like pigs for too long and we're going to keep paying for it unless something changes. These underlying conditions are our own fault. Most of them, not all, most of them are our own fault. And you would be shocked if you really looked up to see. Say you're suffering from something. You believe it's not related to your diet or lifestyle. Look it up. Look it up. Trace it back. I almost guarantee it is. So many of our problems, things you wouldn't even believe. For example, sleep patterns. People don't even think that's related to how you eat now. Of course it is. Take a look. It's things like that. Your energy levels, your even your brain capacity, even how you think. There, there's things called brain food, and there's a reason they call it that. There's things for your eyes. There's things for your heart. There's things for your general energy. All good things that you need to start thinking about. And if we don't, we will continue to get hit by this again and again and again. Now, I know I've been a bit harsh in this, but this is very, very important. This is critical. I'm sick of looking at it. I'm sick of looking at people ignoring it. I'm sick of looking at people that we are all paying for through the nose. And I'm sick of looking at it. I'm sick of people saying, I know, it doesn't matter what I eat. It doesn't, I pay for my insurance. Meaningless, meaningless. We are all paying for it. If there are, none of our insurance costs would be this skyrocketing high if it weren't for you. If it weren't for you and your awful lifestyle. If more people were healthy, none of this would be an issue. So that is my spiel for today. Again, I'm really all about self-improvement. I'm about getting better, I'm about people being happy and healthy. I'm about people being educated on the matter. If you don't know anything about nutrition, admit it, please, and then do the research and figure it out. Don't go running to a doctor's office. They're not going to help you on that score. Anyway, they don't know anything about nutrition, as evidenced by, well, hospital food. They don't. I'm sorry, they don't. You want a limb sewn back on. You want to deal with things like cancer. Yeah, I get it. I understand. We need them for that. They don't know a thing about nutrition. It's shocking how much they, how little they know. They don't know anything. Do it yourself. Find it out yourself and do the work. That's all we need to do. Everything will be fine. We just have to put in a little bit of effort, a little bit of discipline. And that's it for today. I hope I didn't ruffle too many feathers, but sometimes things need to be said and that's why I'm here. Uh, please uh, consider subscribing. I do one short show every week, 22, 23 minutes or so. Uh, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook, uh, share with your friends, any of those things. I always appreciate your time. Um, and I look forward to discussing something else next week. Hopefully not quite as important and dire. Maybe we'll take a lighter tone. I don't know. We'll see how things go. But either way, I will see you then. Thank you.